change. This train not taking passengers. Um. Hey everyone. Ah, <laughs> uh, that never gets old. Um. Uh, yeah. I'm actually at the studio as a change of pace. I probably should close the curtains. Yeah, you know what? As pretty as it looks, I'm closing the curtains. Hang on. Okay. Um, when I mean close the curtains, I mean um, the internal curtains here at the studio. Uh, you may have been able to tell from some of the photos that I've put up over the last you know, six months. Uh, yeah, when I first... The studio is um, hard it's concrete floor, you know, and um, this shitty... Fuck, I don't even know what the walls are made of. It's not wood. It's not plaster. It's some in-between cheap material. And then one side is all rock, like cement, you know, whatever. So, I'm um, in order to sound pad, in order to sound treat the room, I've, um, yeah, like I said, you would have seen the photos. There's uh, some sound audio panels up, including one that keeps falling off like it's a fucking mystery. I don't understand that. It's the same wall. And the goddamn <laughs> hooks that you put up with the um, no-nail adhesive strip things, they keep falling off. If it's just the one that keeps falling off, the others have not budged. I've literally put God's grip on these things, and it keeps falling off this one panel in the corner. Uh, it's got to be haunted or something. Anyway, um, but yeah, the audio treatment to the room. Um, yeah, so there's an internal, there's an internal curtain that uh, cuts out some of the sound, like the echoes. Um, I've got a, a rug, like one of my mum's old rugs on the ground, and I've got some carpet tiles down and... You know, anything you can do to sort of just limit the reflections off the walls, basically, just to avoid the echo. Sometimes when you hear some of our podcasts, the echo happens because you can hear usually my voice coming in through someone else's mic, and the louder the other person talks, the less you're going to hear me. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, as a change of pace, I thought I'd come down here because there was a few things I needed to get rid of from in the studio, like you probably could tell, well, again... If you're not paying attention to our Insta feed, then you won't have seen it. But there's um there's some excess chairs in here that were left over from the old studios. And um yeah, when I started in here I sort of wanted a clean break from a lot of the stuff and um shelled out a bit of money just to get everything up and running. But I think anyone that's listened to the last episodes can agree that the uh, audio quality is generally getting better. Um yeah, I'm actually sitting back, got my arms behind my head. I'm actually really comfortable in here. I've got some LED lights that I've put up as well, some more of them. There's a nice little strip over the uh, the TV unit, and then our round table has got a nice LED that goes all the way around the edge, sort of looking like a you know future noir brothel, <laughs> or what what you'd think a brothel would look like in a movie. Not even, I don't know. Everyone just associates red with rouge, and um, yeah, knock shops. Nevertheless, um, uh, yeah, it's been a hell of a year. Obviously, Melburnians have come back out of the last lockdown and things are almost back to normal. Um, yeah, just reflecting on the last, you know, 12 months. So, I mean, we moved in here Feb, Jan. I can't remember, but we barely, we're barely in here after, um, because of the lockdowns. But, um, since, yeah, I, I may have mentioned it on the last episode with the boys that since lockdown opened up, um, this is, these have been the most consecutive episodes that we've done on the podcast, uh, since 2016 or 2017, literally since the first sort of season. 
which I'm actually pretty proud of. I'm glad that it's kept going. Um, I know that during lockdown, I did a whole bunch of episodes on my own, which are, you know, um, <laughs> the dribs and drabs. But um, I'm glad that, yeah, I've been able to sort of keep it going. Um, yeah, I guess I'll use this moment to thank everyone that's come on. Um, obviously, this podcast would not be what it is without everyone's input. And um, I'm just trying to think who we had on since uh, we got back in here. We've had, uh, uh, like, obviously, John and Andy that come in every semi-regularly. And, um, you know, we had Terry from Blue Abroad. Um it was nice of him to come down as well with Steve from uh, Brothers and Others podcast, who actually just launched another podcast of his own. Um, what was it called? Uh, this one's a brand new one. And it's not just a podcast. It's a, it's a whole thing. Um, Center for Men, Coming Together for Better Health. Um, yeah, it's a podcast about men coming together to improve through mind, body, spirit, and community. It's about improving as fathers, sons, brothers, friends, partners, and men. So, in his words, he's here to learn and to grow too, which is actually a really good thing. Um, we've obviously touched on mental health on this podcast a lot, but it's not necessarily what you can do to better yourself. It's more just <laughs> more just bitching and moaning about our lives. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, Steve had come through. Um, who else did we have? We had uh, Faruza as of late, uh, who escaped from Iran. Um uh, we had E come in, talk about the plight of uh, w- women moving forward in business and within the WOG community. Um, fuck, I know, we had Nico, and yeah, Nick uh, killed it. Like, we had the biggest response after his his episode. Um, uh, we had Dr. Doctor X come in, who shed some light on COVID, and um, I really have been trying to circulate that, especially amongst the Greeks. And the ethnic communities, because especially over Christmas, man, just the amount of fake crap I had to listen to. It's like, it's still frustrating. I was talking to my mom about it, and she said, you know what? She goes, this is what my mom said. She goes, I'm, I'm done discussing it with people, because apparently people know more than scientists and doctors and what they've read on Facebook. So it's done. She goes, I'm, and I'm exhausted. Like, we've all got COVID fatigue. Um, shit, who else has come on? Oh, we had Danny come in. Uh local renowned artist to the stars. Yeah, Danny came in. Um, she was one of the early days uh, of people coming in here. There was still one episode that hasn't come to light, and that was purely because I I know the recording wasn't good quality because the bloke that we had in here who was with me and Andy, um, yeah, he wasn't utilizing the mic properly. He was sort of sitting back. And when we did it, I was in the midst of like a lot of work, so I was inundated. And just the idea of having to sit through that edit... Then there was also a lot of screening that had to be done. Like, I had to have a lot of it vetted. So, it put, didn't put me off. It just kept delaying it just because I had other stuff pop off. So, that one's still in the bank. Um, and I've, yeah, I don't know if that one's going to see the light. I think we've done maybe two lost episodes in the entire time that we've had this podcast. I know at the very start, I had to admit a few things that were probably a bit too heavy to put on. Um, but, yeah, shit. I mean, we started this in 2016. Which is crazy. Uh, next May will be yeah, uh, May eighteenth, I think. I think eighteenth. I'm, I'm guessing if I got it right, I'm, I'm a genius. Clearly, um, <laughs> yeah, six years. We're going to be going to season six or season seven. Which one is it? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it's nice. I mean, just even just now, just reflecting on all this. Um, 
that's good. I just want to get this stupid sound panel off the ground. But other than that, no, I'm glad. I feel like I'm missing someone. Who else has come on this year? E, Nick, Danny, Dr. X, Terry, Steve-O, um, Feruza. I know I'm missing someone. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I ran into my um the owners of the, the building actually before and it was nice. He um <laughs> he wished me a good new years and he said, I hope for you to stay here for a hundred years. <laughs> oh, that was sweet. Uh, maybe yeah, maybe other heads have been sketchy on the rent. <laughs> I don't know. I actually asked them for permission. We've got to change the light in here. So I said, do you have a sparky that you want me to use? Like, do I need permission? Like, what do you want me to do? And I said, no, no, do whatever you want. Just put a strobe light in if you want. I don't care. I'm like, <laughs> turn it into a moonlight disco. I thought that was sweet. Um, but to be fair, I've paid my own rent late and I've gone without food, but I've made sure to pay the, the rent on this joint. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I was, it was interesting. Um, over Christmas... Um, you obviously spend a bit of time with you know, family, people I haven't seen in a while. And um, just reflecting, you know, when people ask me what I've been up to, you know, despite COVID, it's been interesting just the fact that, you know, two years ago, if you looked at my life in 2019, December 2019, specifically, you know, the 27th, 28th of December 2019, um, my life looks completely different to what it was then, you know. Um, I've changed jobs, you know, twice since then, I think. I've moved twice. Um, I've moved the, the studio as well. On top of that, I've had a bike license for over just over under a year. Um, yeah, everything everything sort of changed since then. And I like to think that my mentality and the way I do things and my opinion of myself and how I see others and all that shit has sort of changed as well. I like to think that I've grown. I probably have. <laughs> I don't know. I still think I'm a child. Like, I'm looking at around, like, the studio, and there's so, just so many representations of my youth. You know, the stereo I had when I grew up, and Hollywood Hogan figurines, and, you know, just <laughs> just shit that I would have had. Even the Van Damme. That Van Damme I've had since I was, like, six or seven or eight, somewhere there. Um, but, yeah, no, it's nice. Um, yeah, in a, in, in a period when people sort of seem to be stagnating and not doing much, um... Yeah, it's nice to be able to say that I've actually done a whole bunch of shit and I'm probably in a better place, you know, than I was, say, two years ago, which would be hard to say considering COVID. And yes, my income was affected by COVID. So I've had to graft and grind as well, but I guess that doesn't end. Um, fuck, what was I going to say? Oh, um, I was going to do like a... I won't have time for it. I was going to do an edit of, you know, the best of, maybe the best first five years of, you know, Train Spotters podcast and That's Not Right podcast. But I'm just, yeah, I'm going to run out of time. I'm just still inundated with work. I'm meant to be off this week, but I'm, I'm going to be working either which way. Um, I had a bunch of shit that I was going to actually go over. I had notes, but hang on. Okay, my notes. <laughs> Um, I'd po it's just looking back at like 2021, everyone's like the year that we forgot, the year that we lost, you know, from January to December, we did jack shit. And one thing that has annoyed me beyond, oh, beyond doubt, man, um, 
it's a fact that you know everyone started looking for something else to entertain themselves with, you know, because you know obviously the Tiger King came and went, and then the Last Dance came and went, <laughs> and then Kanye and Kim broke up. So I guess that's the end of <laughs> entertainment as we know it. Um, but then just seeing all these people just flex their creative sh- fucking muscles and really drain the shit out of TikTok and any app or filter that they started pulling out and then spreading it to Instagram and all that sort of crap really, really has sapped the strength out of me. And um, one that, uh, yeah, a mate of mine actually said, because I put up a post and a mate of mine commented and I said, mate, I'm stealing that because it's fucking brilliant. You guys will probably know that challenge that popped up. It's not so much of a challenge, just as a cheap fucking party trick. Um, where they were taking the fuck, they were taking a piece of fruit, they were jamming a fork in it, and then staring directly to camera, and then basically playing that fucking song over and over again in the background. Uh, what was it called? Because I tweeted it because I actually needed to find out what the fuck it was called. It was doing my head in. Um. Oh, what was it called? What was it called? Uh, hang, on, hang, on, hang on, hang on. I can find these. I know I can find these. Um. No, ah, here we go. Yeah, because I tweeted about it and I said, if any of my friends dig deep into their creative loins and yank out a video of that fruit levitating shit to to Kuli Kitaka. It's that song, man. I will personally shoot you and take your shoes. <laughs> I can't. It's a stupid TikTok trends, and that one takes the fucking cake because it's literally just. And my mate, like I, I said, when they talk about 2021, it won't be because of the rise of Omicron. It will be known as the year creativity died. And my mate's comment was, "It's like a gallery of parlor tricks for toddlers." It's a hundred percent right. Everyone seems to think that they can get on the creative bandwagon by recreating these stupid challenges on TikTok or Insta or whatever it is. And it's parlor tricks for toddlers. Like, there's no other way to fucking put it. Just these cheap shit tricks you would never pay attention to. And you've got grown women, grown adults doing it as if, oh, it's all in the spirit of fun and you're a Grinch. It's like, no, you're a fucking moron because you actually think... You're being creative and cool and witty and smart and funny. It's like, yeah, cool, man. MTV is going to give you your own reality show based on you fucking sticking a fork into an apple and then balancing it between your teeth and making it look like it's a suspension of levitation. Give me a fucking break, man. Like, I know I'm being miserable, but at the same time, like, fuck off. Like, there are actual creatives out there busting their balls and then you've got dumb cunts on the internet gyrating the other one that kills me is that the beatbox that and then it's like fucking they're all imitating it and it, you know they've got someone next to them that's unbeseed like you know unaware that it's not them doing it it's them doing it and blah 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 and just miming to beatboxing like are you for fucking real man remember when people actually appreciated beatboxing you know, I used to beatbox before it was a cool thing, and obviously it's a skill, you know, so the more you practice, the better you get, and I just stopped, because I stopped being in that creative environment, and, you know, like, like, yeah, that's basic as fuck, but it's still better than miming fucking beatboxing, 
Like, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> oh, God. That is depressing. Parlor tricks for toddlers. Like, I couldn't have put it better. And that's where we're headed for 2022. More bullshit trends. More people thinking that they're fucking smart and witty and funny and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, Tim, what do you care? It's like, no, I do care. <laughs> I do care. I care more about the people actually beatboxing than the people that are miming to someone beatboxing and thinking they can get a laugh. Like, yeah, that's really cool. Like, you know, we used to see the challenges like the plank challenge and the thigh gap challenge and all these other rubbish that means absolutely fucking nothing. <sighs> You'd think it'd be done by now. Anyway, um, I, all on one night, like a couple, maybe a month ago, I can't remember. I was going for a walk, going to get a drink, some friends, and um, came across three different things all in the span of like 20, 30 minutes. And it really struck me <laughs> just as where we're at as a society. First stop was just past my building, and there were these two women, um, they were African, I think they were Sudanese. Um, they were definitely Muslim, and they sort of looked Sudanese, but I won't assume, you know, so I'll retract, I'll re- retract that comment if I have to. But nevertheless, uh, one was an older woman, and I think the second woman may have been pregnant. She was definitely, oh, she wasn't, you know, she was young. I can't remember if she was pregnant. Maybe I'm just making that up. I can't remember. Anyway, and um, they asked me if I could help them, and um, they had a flat tire. They had like a Tarago little minivan thing, and they had a flat tire. And I said, yeah, you know, I'll give you a hand. And the old woman was feeble as fuck. Like, she was old. And the young woman, yeah, didn't look like much chop either. And so they were trying to take off the tire while it was in the air and all that sort of stuff. I said, no, I'll go, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. So I sat down and just did it. It was like a Saturday night or something. And um, I took this tire off for them, and um, they were just sitting there telling me, they were sitting there saying how, you know, um, that asked a lot of people, like asked other people to help. I said, how long have you been out there? Like oh, 20 minutes or whatever. I said, you ask anyone else? I'm like, oh, they just kept thanking me, you know, and it's like, um, yeah, people were just saying to us that they're busy or they haven't got time or they should just call RACV or whatever. I'm like, okay, well, it takes like 15 minutes to change a tire. It's not hard. So I got it done. And that's one thing I actually thank my old man for. He taught me how to change a tire. I was like eight. I've done it. And um, by the end of the convo, yeah, I found out that they were, they'd just come back from a funeral service for one of the um, African kids that had died in, oh, I can't remember the reference. There was a kid that had just died like that week. It was African. I can't remember how or why, but they'd just come from that funeral service or something or they're on their way to it. And I was like, fucking hell, man. Like Saturday night, like an old woman and like a young woman and no one's going to fucking help them do this. I'm like, all right, I thought we are better than that as Australians. And then, so I started walking and then this other bloke, like, stops me. He's up, to, like, you know, 200 metres up the road. And he's drunk. And he's, like, stumbling, like, in the middle of the road. He's like, excuse me, I don't want to interfere, but could I trouble you for a lighter? And I, I said to him, sorry, mate, okay, that's the one thing I don't have. And then he just goes, oh, you sneaky bastard. <laughs> I'm like, why? I'm like, why? I'm like, okay. Like, whatever. And then I got to the pub and um, I thought I should go wash my hands because of the tire. So I've gone in to wash my hands in the toilets and there's this dude like before, like standing at the sink and he's just finished washing his hands as I've rocked up. So he's gone to the air dryer behind me and he's like using the air dryer and I'm just like washing my hands and I look up as I'm about to turn around and he's fucking 
drying his hands on his pants and like walking out. And I just stopped. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you have an air dryer. Why would you dry your hands on your pants? Like, are we there? I don't know. Like, I'm not precious and it's not beyond me, but it's just like, where are we as, in a society, as a society? <laughs> I don't know. It's really. Ah, <laughs> uh, fucking hell. It got me thinking. Just those three events in the span of an hour or whatever it was really got me thinking about where we're at. We're behind the eight ball like bad. <laughs> I'm telling us, Scandinavian countries are just pulling ahead. <laughs> um, it was actually interesting. I've, gone to, um, I've had a lot of, not even debates, because they don't, <sighs> obviously the religiously righteous are going to pop up at Christmas time. They've got a lot of shit to say. Um, as one friend that I sort of reference a lot, um, and it's interesting that, so what I did was <laughs> during COVID, she's a conspiracy theorist, you know, and, um, talking all about the government and, you know, how no one wants lockdowns or boosters or blah, 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 and all the protests. And every time there'd be a protest, you know, she'd, um, rehash like all the, um, the protests in Melbourne and all that, even though she doesn't live in Melbourne anymore, she lives in Sydney. But, um... <laughs> It's interesting how the religiously righteous and all these uh, conspiracy theorists, they'll never come onto my podcast to actually discuss anything. I've, I've, I've invited so many of these people on to discuss. As a round, panel, round table panel, so it's not just me attacking them, so you can bring whoever you want, bring whatever notes you want. No one ever comes on because they fear that they'll be judged. It's, it's hilarious. And I've always answered the same thing. I guess, well, I, believe, I have stronger convictions than you do, which is interesting. But I still remember the two things that triggered me a lot. And I brought this up the last time I'd actually talked to her. Uh, she'd rehashed some, some of the protest stuff in Victoria during the lockdown, uh, after lockdown. And I remember a comment said something like, you know, one-fifth of the population turned up to these protests. Listen to your people, Victoria, government, la, la, la. You know, Victoria says no. And I'm like, that's one-fifth. That's not majority. It was three, if it was three to four fifths, yeah, you'd have me. But one fifth is not a majority. And the proof of that as well is the fact that over 90 something percent people have been vaccinated. So nowhere is the majority there. So <laughs> why should we buckle to the minority? And I counted all these fervently religious people that are protesting against vaccines and mandates and all that sort of shit. I counted that, like, every time someone would share an anti-government, anti-conspiracy uh, theory, anti-vax sort of message, I would go on the offensive and reshare something about, you know, pedophilia in church <laughs> or something like that that's ongoing that people seem to gloss over. And I actually went out a couple of days ago, I reshared some shit about the Pentecostals and the fact that ScoMo and his happy clappers are slowly infiltrating our government. All these people that are within his church of um, Pentecostals, they're slowly taking government positions because of the direct result of having ScoMo in power. And I brought that up, and she responded. I didn't even bring it up to her in, a, in an argument. She just literally messaged and said, oh, it's interesting, like, la, 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 la. You're so you know, misguided about shit. I'm like, hang on, what do you mean? And it went back and forth a bit, and I said, you know what's interesting? I go, it's interesting that you cherry-pick which fucking comments 
and which posts I put up. You cherry pick which ones you want to respond to. Even when I've re- messaged you directly, you just leave on scene, you know, or just ignore the post altogether. But it's only when I, t- not even when I attack, just when I share some information regarding your camp of the woods, you know, that's when you get on the defensive. It's like, you know what, fuck you. We're all up to scrutiny. Everyone. No one is, you know, f- uh, exempt from scrutiny. <sighs> it's really scary. You know, and that's one thing that really pissed me off about the whole COVID thing, just the fact that people became fervently religious, you know, or they went the other way. And I'm just over it. I'm overhearing it. I'm overhearing about how, you know, <laughs> God has a plan. God has, wills everything into existence. So God created COVID, basically, and now we're praying to God to help us get rid of COVID. That makes a lot of sense. I came into contact with someone who's been unvaxxed, uh, at a work site, and um, he was sick. And he's like, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. I just got a headache and I'll take some Panadol, I'm fine. Next minute, the guy's like lying down on a couch with his hands on his head and his feet up. It looks like he was about to die. <laughs> he didn't move for like seven hours. And he looks seemingly healthy. <laughs> it's just like, you know, this other clown that worked in the same office, you know, he started saying something about COVID and just drops the... I don't believe that stuff anyway. I'm just looking at this bloke like, okay. And this was pretty close on the heels of having Dr. Rex in here and talking about what's actually happening on the front lines. And I was just like, you don't believe that stuff. I've got a doctor who's dedicated his life to science and he's dealing with death every day. But you don't believe that stuff. You work in a warehouse. Well, I'm going to go with you, mate. You've got my vote. Like, fuck off. Yeah, the... if you need any more proof that vaccines work, we've got fucking thousand plus cases every day, but people aren't dying in the numbers that when we had like, you know, 40 cases every day. And that's the whole point of all this. The point is to fucking build immunity and protect ourselves from this shit. And I love how people are still blaming Dan Andrews for getting COVID when they do. <laughs> Fuck off. Anyway, I did not want to go back to COVID. This was actually a positive, positive podcast. We're turning a new page here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, fuck. Man, you always funny. I went and watched um, the the Sopranos prequel. The, um, what's it called? Fuck, I don't even know the name of it. It doesn't matter. But when I saw that you know, about a month ago, and we're in the cinema... <laughs> We're in the cinemas, and it's been two other mates, and uh, all along, we're in, the, like, you know, row G or whatever, and it's just us three, and then there's a dude on the very end, and he was by himself, and <laughs> I knew we were going to be up for trouble. Well, they, were, they were doing the, the trailer for The House of Gucci, you know, with um, uh, Lady Gaga, Pacino, uh, what's that other guy's name? Um, uh, Driver, Adam Driver. And just during the trailer, I can't remember the specific line, but there's a, between a father and a, oh, um, the Gaga characters asked, uh, Lady Gaga, like, I can't remember who she plays in the movie, but she was asked, you know, can you keep a secret? And then she says something like the father, the son and the house of Gucci. 
And this guy like burst into laughter, like <laughs> by himself in the cinema. And I just laughed. I thought that was really cute. But <laughs> throughout that first part, this guy was on the nod like 20 minutes into the movie to the point where you could hear him just. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where, like, my mate moved from his seat and came and sat like closer to me because, like, I can't. I actually can't. The guy's got his head back, just snoring in an empty cinema. <laughs> just snoring in an empty cinema by himself. <laughs> Why pay, like, 30 bucks to go to a movie to fall asleep? <laughs> it's just... To be fair, it's a nice environment, but yeah, at the same time, like, I don't know know why I shared that. Um, Anyway, yeah, look, I've rambled long enough. Um, Yeah, I think I'm just being distracted because I've actually got a shitload of work to do today, despite it being my day off. I am taking some time away. Um, So it's not a holiday, it's the break, which I'm still working through, but I don't think I'll be doing another episode for, I mean, what's today, 27th? So, um, it's the 27th today? I think it is. Um, yeah, probably not till the first week of Jan at some point. Maybe that weekend, maybe that Sunday, like the second or third or something. Um, at the same time, I've got a, um, a bunch of people lined up for next year. Um, I think it's going to keep going in this format. So, you know, one week with the boys and then maybe one week with a guest and then maybe another week with someone else or maybe with myself and then another week with another guest. Um, I do ask you, I want to say thank you to everyone that's actually reached out to me in the last, um, month. I did not, someone said to me the other day, we're talking about podcasting and all this sort of shit. And I said, you know, I never assume any, I always assume there's no one listening. And someone said to me, I think that's wrong. I think you should assume that everyone's listening, which was interesting. Um, more and more people have come out saying, you know, good work on the last episode or whatever it is. Um, which I found really, like, it was nice. Like, after all this time, after all these years of doing this stuff, like, I've actually had people, people that I don't normally talk to, you know, or really talk to often, um, they've come out of the woodwork admitting that they actually listen to us, and I thought that was really, really nice. Um, it's a nice pat on the back, you know, especially after all these years of doing it to seemingly no one. But um, hopefully, yeah, um, there's more to come. I want to tell everyone, I've said this before in the past, but I haven't hammered it home, if you have someone that you think has something to be discussed, or if you want to come in and discuss, I don't care. I don't care who you are. Um, hit us up. DM me, you know, either personally or DM me through the podcast page or whatever it is. Because um, that's how a lot of these guests have sort of come about. Either I've just chatted to someone for five minutes and said, you know what, this is a good story. Or, you know, someone said to me, hey, you should get this person on because they'll be able to elaborate on this, this, and that. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Let's do it. I mean, I don't care who it is. Bring it, whatever. Even if you, it's you personally that has something to say, come down. Just flick me a message. Um, I've got a bunch of people sort of cherry-picked for maybe the first month or two of next year. But, um, yeah, man, I'm always on the lookout for more people. And that's the only way this is going to grow. At the same time, I want oh, I also want to thank everyone that's actually bought us coffee this year. Um, I haven't pushed for it. Uh, the link has been up there. I think it's gone now. I think I'm just putting up the Spotify links now. Um, finally, we're on Spotify, which was a big thing for 2021 as well. Um, but yeah, I haven't pushed that buy me a coffee shit. And um, like I've said to people in the past, these podcasts cost at, 
at least 500 bucks a month to, to generate, which isn't chump change. It may be for some of you, but for some of us living below the poverty line, um, it's not. So, yeah, if you spend more than an hour listening to this podcast every week, find it in you to, to buy us a coffee. Because, um, yeah, I mean, it goes a long way. Um, maybe I should, I always said I was going to set up a proper, you know, this is our budget for the year. And people have said to me, maybe you should do some sort of subscription based sort of thing. But the truth is, is that, you know, we've been consistent so far, but it does take it out of me. And I can't always promise I'm going to have content to put up every week. Therefore, I don't feel it's right to charge on a subscription basis when I can't guarantee content. But then, you know, if we have a stream of people coming in to, to actually have a chat and I have to, I can work less hours to actually pay for this thing, then I can guarantee content. So it's a catch-22. Um, but at this point, I'm at capacity. I'm, I'm at pure capacity. So, yeah, episodes will come when they come, basically. Um, anyway, so, yeah, just summing it off, um, thank you for listening, um, embracing the train spotters thing, you know, um, I was actually having dinner. I was at a friend's place last night and a mate said to me, said to the group that, you know, I'm, I know a lot about random shit <laughs> that means nothing to anyone. Uh, you know, Jack of all, uh, Ma- Jack of all trades, master of none. And I just laughed. I said, actually, it's funny because that's what the true contact, like that's the true meaning of train spotters is the fact that train spotter is, you know, one, one meaning other than, you know, being a junkie. One meaning is that it's someone who knows a lot about a really niche subject or matter that means absolutely nothing to anyone else, but they know a whole lot about it, which is, you know, what this podcast was pretty much from the start. It was just, uh, you know, me, Nick and Johnny talking shit, telling stories about absolutely nothing. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think we've grown from that. But at the same time, I know when I bring the boys in, it becomes rather rebellious. (laughs) Just, yeah. But... Again, I need those episodes for myself just to li- listen back. I've listened back to the last episode we did uh, last week. Um, what we're talking about, we're talking about the WNBA. We're talking about uh, we had our brackets, we had our debate on cereals. <laughs> I've listened to that episode in full at least four times, in full back to front since recording it. And um, I don't know. I don't know if anyone actually enjoys those other than me, John and Andy, but for me, they serve a purpose. And that purpose is literally just to laugh. Yeah. Especially in a year of COVID and, and, you know, not, I've made time to see like two of my close mates, you know, who I've known for years, like, you know, 20 and 30 years of peace sort of thing. So, um, those episodes are for me. I know that a lot of you guys comment on the episodes with special guests as in, you know, whoever I bring in off the street. Um, and I know that's sort of stuff that gets a lot of clicks, but I'm not about clickbait. You know, I could easily bring in, you know, randoms that I know that would have really provocative opinions or ro- provocative um, titles, job titles or whatever it is. And they will in due time. They'll, they'll make the list. But at the same time, I still want to maintain why I do this. And it's purely just conversation. You know, people have told me in the past that they, they tune in and they get educated on stuff or, you know, think about things a bit differently. And, yeah, we're not smart. We're not book smart. We're not fucking qualified for shit. But we do have some form of life experience, I like to think. And um, that's what I want. I want a platform of actual conversation, even if it's fucking ridiculous. 
<laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I'll wrap it up. Again, thank you to everyone that's come on this year, everyone that's supported us, everyone that's liked, shared, followed, and subscribed. Please, please, please just spread it out. You know, just one – if you've never done it, if you – and another thing, if you're actually hearing this message and you've never, ever reshared anything we've ever done, for shame. <laughs> Seriously, like – Throw me a freaking bone. <laughs> Throw me a freaking bone here. <laughs> I'm the boss. Need the info. <laughs> um, <laughs> just, it takes two seconds. Two seconds to put it up in your Insta story. Two seconds to reshare. You know, um, if you've ever actually tuned in for more than one episode, please reshare even just once. It would do me the world of, of good, you know, just to, even if I don't see it, I don't care, you know, but um, I think it's one thing that I don't actually hit hard enough. Anytime you watch a YouTube channel, they're pausing content to like drop a, a sponsor in or, you know, remind you to like, share and follow all that sort of shit. And I, I don't, other than put up my, um, my posts on Insta, I really don't promote this anywhere else anymore. Like I can't afford to do it. Like, you know, monetarily, so monetarily, but, um, I don't spam my friends the way I used to, like back in the day when we first started. So I really need all the help I can get with organic growth. And if you want to see more content, if you want to see, you know, a variation of guests, if you want to do any, any of that, um, yeah, it would really count on you to, to throw your support behind us and just take the two seconds to like, share, follow and subscribe. Um, having said that, I hope Everyone has a good New Year's, a prosperous 2022. Um, may all your, you know, um, Pornhub links be true <laughs> and work. <laughs> um, yeah. Smoke crack. <laughs> Hold up.